The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome lockdowns radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I screwed it up. (laughs) Fight those traffic tickets with Off the Record. Snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, and get matched to an experienced lawyer. That's it. No mailing in your ticket, no showing up in court. Let the pros handle it and keep those points off your record. Use code AWESOME to get 10% off. That's offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. Check us out and show your support at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome, as well as, you know, giving us a little support for this uh, weekly podcast we provide. We also give you some cool benefits like free sticker packs, discounts on things in our store, like the license plate stickers, license plate frames, rally hats, a bunch of other stuff. You also get early access to DWA rallies if you're in the area and events like Camping While Awesome. Check it out at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I am Lane. Uh, Mart, and today we're uh, accompanied by, I'm just kidding. We're so lucky. I know him. <laughs> Jeez, make it make it awkward, Art. I know, yeah. Everyone, how excited were people there for a second? Do you think like they're like, who so is it gonna be? Excited. So excited, Dude. Oh my god! I mean, yeah. it could be it could be fucking Doogie Howser. You know, I mean, you know, you never know. That's the yeah. first thing I thought is who could it be is Doogie Howser. <laughs> I'm wondering. Yeah, I've been wondering. You know, we're going uh, with these throwbacks, throwback folks. <laughs> NBA fans, uh, basketball fans out there will know that Ernie Johnson has his Nito stat of the night. And it goes, EJ's Nito stat of the night, sponsored by nobody. And then he just <laughs> does the the stat. But uh, anyways, that's kind of what you set people up for. They're kind of like Introducing that, nobody. And we're here. And yeah. we're back. <laughs> we're I back totally live. knew that because I'm a big like vintage basketball guy, you know, so. V- um, vintage. <laughs> I know. What am I watching? Black and white old games. <laughs> yeah, when oh, everyone wore man. Chuck Taylors. Name one uh, current. Oh God, no! Basketball do player, but not on the Warriors. <laughs> Name one current basketball Shit. player. Damn, out dude! Of the thousand um, players. Gosh, um, uh, I know that one of the Warriors guys <laughs> <laughs> went to another team that, and that, and they're a, a rival team. Um, mm. Oh, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, wait, another do, do tell, do tell. <laughs> how how much does that tell you that? Uh, that Nothing. I, it's, yeah, it's not even a real stat. <laughs> it's that not, information is that information is wrong. That's how hardcore I am about basketball, dude. That's how yeah, much you're, th- you're thinking of Kevin Durant. He I, went to the Nets. Yeah, Kevin they're Durant. Not a rival. Kevin Durant not, was the guy. Yeah, they're not a rival. He's good, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's very good. Yeah, I mean, he's um, probably up right. there with like a Googliata or something, or. Um, oh my god he's definitely up there with tom <laughs> gugliotta from 1993 what about Debach? i hear he's good these days <laughs> oh he's so good he's about 90 years old he's doing great all right 
Sports Conversation Talk, as Art would call it. What what station would that be? Sports Conversation Talk, 94.6, or what, what do you think? No, it would be AM, a- a- AM. A- oh, AM, a- shit. Do they throw the number in the He a- doesn't a- even know that, dude. I, I know, dude. He's talking <laughs> diesel and gasoline over here. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> KNBR, 680. The 680. sports leader. There it is. All right. Car Talk. <laughs> We're doing, we're really doing it here. All right, we're a little loopy. We've been, uh, I think we just have been inhaling a lot of exhaust fumes from the racetrack. And uh, what else? Uh, well, maybe there's also a lot going on, you know? Like, it's kind my, of back to my, back uh, My ears are still ringing from that uh, Velocity party on Saturday night. Oh, yeah, oh, Echo Chamber. I think mine are too, actually. That, oh. Huh. That was heavy. And, uh, yeah. Note to self, if you rent an airplane hangar, uh, you don't need the band to be playing full blast. That's you just don't? a little note to whoever's well, planning these parties. Th- what um, if what if you are um, maybe in your sixties uh, or seventies and you need a and you can't a little shit? You know, yeah yeah is that is that a thing was this a demo that thing? is a thing that is a thing <laughs> but man it was the echo I mean it wasn't just that like I like loud music if it's done right but that you were in an echo chamber L- literal. Literally. Anyways, um, we're back now. We're recording. It's happening. And uh, we could get into some questions here. Instagram, if you ever uh, see our posts here, usually Tuesday mornings, um, good time to ask a question. I think we have some good ones here. If you guys want to jump right into it or anything else on your mind. No, no. I I like it. I'm down to jump in. Yeah. Lane sounds excited. I I have my swimsuit on. I'm, I'm ready to jump on in. Take your caffeine pills, like Kevin Elon says. Yep. Once again, Instagram will not let. Got my me power in. bar. <laughs> power bar, yeah, good <laughs> one. Um, speaking of the racetrack, Brickyard Garage says, "I'm sure you guys will go into it, but what was your favorite group to watch this past weekend at Velocity? Bonus, <clears throat> favorite sounding car going around the track." Mm. Damn. Hmm. Two, uh, best sounding car was the. Uh, 1998 Mika Hakkinen Formula One car. Well, I hands agree. down, yeah, for sure. And yeah. uh, best group to watch. I didn't. I mean, I don't think we. None of us really watched that. I watched a groups. little bit. I'm gonna say Trans Am. It just is always yeah. entertaining. It is um, good. Those mm-hmm. guys have a good time around the track. It's very competitive. Um, it's fun to watch. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I would I'd say, say that yeah. is right, right there, and they sound good. Um. They look cool. Except for um, the Chevys, right? They don't come on cam. Yep. Yeah, but man, those <laughs> other ones. What is it? The uh Fords. Cami Cami Fords. <laughs> Cami um, Fords and then there's there's a some Pontiac action. The AMC, AMC Javelins. AMC Javelins. And there's some like uh Mopar. Challengers or Chargers or something yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah. for uh, sure the, uh, I um oh go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say Minis versus Mustangs was the coolest yeah, I, races. I never caught it. It's and they good. were at night, so headlights on. Did you stay uh, on Sunday, Elaine, for the last race? So I was there, but I wasn't watching it. I was in the parking lot. Or, okay. yeah, I was there for the last race, I believe. It wasn't Mustangs versus Minis, but it was the... I don't even remember what group it was. Anyways, But, yeah, I was there pretty late. I was the last person there. Yeah. Or I wasn't uh, the last person there. It was the last of us. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Hushy Pushy and Brendan were still there. The last oh, nice. of us. Like it, yeah. But yeah, I agree um, with those. But yeah, that I, racing I was rad because they rubber band back and forth because 
they're uh, evenly matched as far as lap times, the minis and the Mustangs, but, you know, obviously different uh, attributes, different, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, going around turn two in a mini is a lot different than a Mustang. <laughs> yes, and turn three, the minis don't even break, really, and the Mustangs are breaking hard and then powering out. Oh, that's um, awesome. So, yeah, it was, yeah. it was cool to watch that. And then they and go straight up the like, <laughs> It was crazy to see down this straight after turn three. A lot of times the mini, I saw a mini out drag a Mustang. Whoa. Apparently, dude. Yeah. Sweet. I went and checked those minis out. Um, my wife's a fan, and um, there was one lady there that was super cool, and she let Andrew jump in one of the uh, cars and sit in the seat. And also Peter B. Shout out, Peter B. Um, got to sit in a mini too, so I got to see the gentle giant in a mini, which was nice. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, very nice people, mini uh, race car drivers. But one of the cars is so well built, and I was admiring it. it. Just looked like a really awesome race car, and the guy was super cool. And so I don't know. That's that's a really fun. I could see that being a really fun car to campaign uh, mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Small, easy to deal with. Definitely. Yeah, small, easy to work on. And like, I mean, talk about support, like they've been made forever. And yeah. That, <laughs> so um, that's definitely a good choice. Um, yeah, I didn't get to see those. But yeah, I, I, I didn't I was going to ask Lane kind of what he saw. And that's because I was really curious about like going up the hill into the corkscrew there, like how that was going to pan out. Like, I guess that's where probably the oh, most yeah. things gain. And then um, but like tur- coming out of turn three there i can see where they're carrying so much momentum right like where the and the fox or the fox bodies <laughs> the, the freaking imsa cars no the v8s american cars um those things um uh, they have you know as you said they have to slow way down and then they have to get back back on it um so that's a very interesting dynamic um i bet they tested it beforehand huh like to see like just like lap times wise that that had to be a thing like to get a sense of like how, how yeah. close they were going to be what minis yeah, and mustangs? Yeah, I mean it's like it's a known thing, like for a lot of other racetracks. Good, do Goodwood, that, famously, so. right? Yeah, Goodwood does it and stuff. So. That's the only one I know of. Yeah, but because because they do have the um, they don't really have to cut. test anything either because they've like had these cars all go around the track separately, so they know like what lap, the lap times. Are. Yeah. Lap yeah. times, yeah. It seems like Goodwood would favor the mustangs. Big time right. because it there's does, not as right? hard turns, right? So the same with Laguna, because yeah. it's like a big hill up the back, and yeah, it's all that's big, true. and it's all big s- sweepers with high grip and you know a lot of speed. Yeah. It's a fast track. Yeah, that's cool. And also um, at Velocity, they this is post uh, daylight savings time, and it ran into the evening, which I've never been at Laguna that late before. Other than camping, obviously, but um, they—it was really interesting to see cars at dusk. It was really cool, actually, to kind of see them coming down the track, and even in the pits uh, late in the day, it was a really good, good look. So I think they were trying to test this out for future events with the neighbors and stuff being well, a little they, later. Yeah, I don't know. They probably only have so many days they could actually do that. The one gnarly thing was that they ran cars without headlights that one night uh <laughs> yeah yeah details, went, uh, details. into the uh into dusk slash dark and uh people what wrote drove off the track one guy rear-ended another guy uh, yeah so yeah it's kind of kind of lights why did they, they put do lights that? on the corners but it almost made it worse i think because i don't know they were running a little late or didn't know exactly when the it was uh glenn's class so the yeah like gtu i don't even know what that is but oh, you dang. know he has a wide body 240z um 
And uh, yeah, no headlights. You know, they're all like covered. Yeah, covered fiberglass covers and stuff. Uh, oh yeah. shit, yeah. that's not good. Uh, yeah, but that's cool. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, Laguna Seca, unlike you know some tracks that run at night, does not have real lighting around the track. So <laughs> I can see how that's yeah, that's super sketchy just for people out there, you know, that because um, I mean, yeah, they might be thinking, well, there's plenty of you know light visibility if you've got light. No endurance, there. no endurance racing at Laguna Seca, and that's because of the neighbors. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but, uh, It was cool, cool to see it. Um, Ofuks911 says, is it not? the hardest thing to come up with a Christmas wish list when asked for one. First of all, well, I don't know why you're talking about Christmas right now. That's really not cool. It <laughs> hasn't even been Thanksgiving yet. Thank you. Uh, and second of all, it is very hard. Um, I get this question a lot. I'm, I never know what to say. What about you guys? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it's hard. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, <laughs> Everything yeah. you want, you pretty much buy for yourself, and then or it's really, really expensive, want. and then yeah, everything really else, expensive. and then you don't want tchotchke shit. You don't want really want more t-shirts. Like you don't. Uh, actually, I have said this <laughs> the same thing for the last few years, and I, that's what I end up getting, which I like, is mugs. I like mugs. That's easy. Oh, and you know, and uh, you end up with some interesting ones and some that are pretty and terrible. Dealer choice on the mug, like you don't say as type. Nah, I mean no, no, no. Well, I mean just like a coffee mug, not like. Because, I mean, I don't know, are you talking about size or style or? <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you expect it to be automotive? Are you asking for oh, a well, car? Be, well, thing? that's that's when they, it's on them, right? They they have to show me that they know me, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't request. Them. I just say, give me a cool mug. And, you know, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. I get a that's cool good. motorsport one. Sometimes I get a kid one. And sometimes I get one with a Nietzsche quote, you know? So you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Whoa. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or, uh, Lane, how about you? You seem like a hard guy to shop for. I'm super hard to shop for. I yeah. do not know. Um, I never have an answer of what I want. I uh, yeah, it's impossible basically. Yeah, basically, don't ask them. All right. Yeah. Okay. Fuck don't buy me anything. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Eddie. Um, yeah. I once bought him like a little touch-up brush for and guards red, and he's like, and he was like, dude, look at this fucking look at the look at the the way that the bristles yeah. are all fucked up. Like I can't even I use this shit. Away. Just threw it away. Yeah. Stop My mom gave me that. some uh, Apple ear earbuds. A lot of people like those, right? Those are yep. nice. But I just like gave them to my brother. <laughs> Did you text him? You're like, come get the shit out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Rice says, what would you rather daily? 911 GT3, pick your generation, uh, with a Chevy small block, no LS, Whoa. or a C3 Corvette, with modern GT3 4.0 uh, running gear. C3 Corvette, baby. <laughs> Dang, all sloppy, huh? <laughs> Dude, I mean, you could tie you can tidy them up a little bit, but that would be revved at 9,000 RPM. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a cooler thing than rolling up in a GT3 and being like, yeah, look at my 350 small block, like carbureted 350 small block. I'm just thinking just dynamics in general, right? And like visibility and like the steering and brakes and I don't know. Um, I guess that's that's what this question's about, right? Like what do you value more? Um, obviously the GT3 engine's going to be way, way nicer, <laughs> which is... But that Corvette's going to be horrible. Yeah, Corvette's... It's going to be a rattly, horrible thing. I mean, it's, it's old school, You have to look school, at right? it. I guess it's just you have to see school. it. 
They're cool looking. I think Lane's not even paying attention because he would be way more irate about this. Anyway. No, I don't think they're. I, I've I've come to like a sixty nine <laughs> like yeah, metal yeah, bumper C three like like Andrew Duofalos. Well, um, if it was like like if it was I think they tuned. could like I used to hate those cars with a passion, but I actually don't think they look that bad these days. They don't. Um, no, they're great looking cars. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I think I think it's totally fine. Um, you can do some crazy, like, racy shit with those small, like, you know, generic <laughs> 350 small yeah. blocks, right? I mean, I, um, I think it would be extremely entertaining to roll in in that, just as much as it would be to roll into a, uh, you know, show or wherever, a track day in the Corvette sounding like that a would be, That um, would be but, so crazy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, just, especially, like, uh, um, do like a... Do like a nine nine seven one or something. It's like what the fuck, <laughs> you know? Like that is like yeah. a yeah. so. <laughs> no fall. matter what, that's a disappointment, dude. That's like uh, I don't know. I'm down. I'm gonna go. With, I'm going with the nine eleven. I'm going with nine eleven too. I'm going Corvette all the way. SB expert said, "What sparked you guys to do Radwood?" And thank you for doing them. You are welcome. Ooh, Sparky. I had a dream once, and I woke up. I was like, yeah. Lane woke like he if. he like he you know, lunged up like ninety degree just sit up sitting up yep. straight. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> we have to do this. Spark. No, I, fucking, my we've told the story before, but essentially, um, Warren was talking about he went to or one of us was talking about going to Hearst Castle or he went to Hearst Castle. I was and talking essentially, about it. Essentially, what? Yeah, I was talking about it. I just said that. Yeah, you said one okay. of us. No, I said. Jesus Christ. I said Warren was talking about it, and either one of us went there or he had just gone there, or we're going there or he just went there. Um, or I went there. Okay. So Warren had gone there. And I went there too. The road, the road up to Hearst Castle is really cool. And Warren yep. was like, I, I want to do a hill climb there like Goodwood. And how cool would it be? And then Warren said, how cool would it be to do like an 80s, 90s hill climb there? And then uh, that spawned a conversation at Kanepa Cars and Coffee a week later, a couple of days later. And then we came up and then the names were like, you know, we're like, oh, Coolwood and, you know, all these kind of names. And then Radwood was the one that came up at that at Kanepa that day. And I think it was before we recorded a podcast in Warren's van mm-hmm. with Brad and Brownell and Emmanuel Carrillo uh, or Manuel Carrillo. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, and then also, I mean, just in general, like we have always had an affinity for '80s and '90s cars, right? So like the rally preceded that a little bit. It's like like we didn't have a place to race and or race our cars, drive our cars, and go on these rallies. And so like that has been a thought uh, like on our mind. It's like creating like experiences and celebrating the era through experiences. And so the rally started as a way for us to drive our '80s and '90s cars. We of course accepted other cars, but that was the main focus. Um, so it's yeah, it's like something that has been on our minds through different kind of things. Yep, exactly. Uh, Jacob Torres six says, uh, "I put that pipe I was smoking uh, last week away <laughs> after about a week of research, and even though I work remotely, um, you guys are right." So he was asking about getting a Miata for driving in the oh the winter uh, New York or yeah New York winters. Um, says. I just wanted to say thank you for sharing all the photos this past week. It was definitely great to see, and thanks for the live video. That was all art. I think uh, that's what I, I actually, it was me, too. So oh, I did you? Live, I didn't see yours. Two live videos on Friday. But oh, thank you. So it was, it was partially art, mostly Lane, is what you're saying? Par- <laughs> no, partially. Both, Some of it was art. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Um, I have a lot of. I think I need to switch my headphones out. I'm like clicking like crazy. Hang clicking. on one second. Clicky McGee. You should have gotten some earbuds from Warren or from Lane. I mean, yeah, I would have given them to you for free. Yeah. Do you guys? You don't hear any clicking? I think no. it's on me. It's right there. Oh, it's probably Lane. There's nothing. I'm not clicking right now. What are you Put talking your about? Hands up. Put your hands up on your podcast. I'm That's fucking it. not clicking. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> hands above your heads. My hands? heads. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> checking a text right now. Art too. All right. If you're not touching your keyboard, then that's not a. It's not. I'm probably. Are you hear clicking right now? No, I don't hear it. Call in if you guys hear it. I don't. It might be my headphones. Um, Andrew Glad. I mean, no one will hear it if I'm clicking on a keyboard, dude. That, but I hear it. Okay, but I. But okay, but that's not. <laughs> what just, you're it's hearing. like con- it's like constant click, 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 click. But if it's you, that's one thing. If it's my headphones, I can have another set. Andrew Gladkowski says, what is everyone's favorite automotive clothing brand? This is a tough one since I don't really have a particular brand. Personal favorite is period correct. Not sure if you guys can mention brands on the podcast, but I'd love to hear about everyone's favorites. Mm. Love the podcast. The only one I really know is heel and toe. That's That's the only one we need to know, right? (laughs) It's like a brand, though. I mean, I don't have like one that I would go to. For what? Um, Automotive brands? Clothing brand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, there's um, shit. What's it? Hmm. Um, I really like Alan Prost's son's brand, <laughs> but it's uh, what the what the heck is it called, dude? I can't I can't think of it right now. I follow it, um, and I want to buy some stuff. It's really expensive, but it's super nice. It's um, like eight J's or something like that, or is it four J's? I think it's two J Z. Is that what it is? I think it's eight J's. Eight J's official. Yeah, I think it is eight J's. Hmm. Um, yeah. They make like really nice high end, um, just like vintage motorsport inspired, you know, sweaters and shirts and, um, and it's all really nice designs, um, like really minimalist. They even have like some shoes and stuff. Um, they have a, like, there's one that's like, um, you might've seen this one. It says live fast and it's like that old champion, uh, spark plug like design, but it says live fast instead of champion spark plugs in the middle. Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, is it? I can't remember. What I mean, a lot of people. Blip Shift is a big one. I don't know if that's necessarily a brand. It's more of right. A, well, they do all yeah, the all different designer. styles. Yeah, um, I personally think Period Crack sucks. Um, yeah, check it out. It's eight J the letter S for people out there. That's, one, that's probably my my favorite right now. Eight Js. I like the S. Uh, yeah, uh, heel and toe apparel. Uh, my femur hurt says. Alpha SZ is ugly but gorgeous. A car that's so odd and unique that it's striking while appealing. What other Radwood era cars are like that? Bonus points if you avoid saying Lagonda. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Ferrari 400, yeah. 412. Hmm. I don't. I, I like them. I've always kind of liked them, but uh, yeah, that's. Well, that's. Which I mean, one? He one. said he did too. I mean, SZs you're talking about or the uh, Lagonda? Oh, oh yeah, yeah I'm a fan, but th- those are not. F- I mean, those are not like that quirky, right? I think it's actually well. well they just got a lot design. of hate. It's not a very offensive design. It's not no, like but the uh, for SC. Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, for the SC. I know. So what else is like that? Um, I'm thinking of other like kind of that early '90s style. Oh, actually, you know what? One that that is like that that I think we all like is that um, X90. Is that a Suzuki? The little two door tall like oh. SUV thing. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, totally. Those I think it is an X90, pretty, yeah. They're, they're like a 
they're like a toy car, you know? They're like really funky proportions and they look super short. Yeah. Yeah. Those are cool. Kind of like a first gen RAV4. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like a first gen RAV4. Yeah. But these have like little fender flares and they're mm-hmm. just like very top heavy looking, but like very toy car looking. <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah, there's what about how do you feel about that um Outech Zagato Nissan based thing? You know, um Oh, uh, the one that uh that Junkman uh, has. Uh, my, Junkman Myron. has? Yeah, those yeah. are pretty cool. They're like crazy. They look like a dinosaur or something, but they're pretty rad. I think they're yeah, they're kind of almost Those are probably a little better looking like proportional proportionally yeah. than an SC lower. though. Uh SC is so like gnarly. SZ is so weird. If, it's like yeah, narrow people, and tall and short and stubby and you got to look at yeah. one, you got to look it up. It is like the most weird that they made that car as a production car. It's so weird. Yeah, um, but it has that it has that toy car quality, right? Too like like the X like X ninety. It's so goofy. It's like you know what makes it even more toy car is like the panel gaps are like a full inch, and then it's they're fiberglass or whatever they are, and. uh the edges are really radius, almost, mm. you know, like, it, which makes it kind of bubbly, which yeah. is the way toy cars are, because mm-hmm. you have, like, paint buildup on those edges, and it's like a normal car would have, but it's miniaturized, right? So it makes yeah. them totally. almost like a, a toy car-ish, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. And that's yeah. the way the SZ, SZ is. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I'm trying to remember if the SZ is carbon fiber. Uh, it might be carbon fiber, huh? And um, yeah, Maybe. And I... It weighs right? a weighs a lot though, right? Oh, it does. Oh, I, yeah. Because Camisa said the hood weighs a ton. I don't know if he was joking or like if that was a real thing. But uh, in this video he he made recently, um, he like used a an engine jack to like or hoist to pull to pull the. Uh, no, hood I up. don't think he was joking. I mean, uh, I think it, that bad. Yeah, and yeah. I've heard that about um, F40s. Like that, the the hatch is super heavy. Um, and, you know, well, it's huge, right? It's, it's huge. Everything, yeah. the but wing it's like, and. But yeah. it's all carbon fiber, so you, you assume like, oh, this looks flimsy and thin, but it's like it's got a lot of heft. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, ugly but gorgeous is a hard thing to wrap my head around because um, gorgeous. I was going to say some of the K cars, people really love like mm. cappuccinos, and I think they're really ugly. I like. Um, By the way, S S Z weighs twenty seven seventy eight, so that's pretty light. I wouldn't say it's a porker, but. Yeah, that's actually not bad. Yeah. Um, what was I was gonna say about the uh, freaking clown shoes, kind of in there, right? Like it's like it's pretty. Oh, yeah, it's pretty Hell divisive. yeah, that's a perfect one. Yeah, I'm a clown shoe. I fan. hate I mean, it. They're 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 funny looking for sure. And some people think they're yeah gorgeous, right? Yeah, yeah, some people are all about them. I mean, it does have a really nice ass. I mean, it's got like one of the better <laughs> asses out there. And hips got the right hip, killer three quarter. Um, but yeah, but the front is weird. The profile is really funky. I think the we rear is our, weird. The rear is our, really weird too, dude. It's so stubby. The rear is yeah. awesome. Yeah. I know you hate. It's, okay, you hate, but that's like, that's the difference of opinion. But but you can't say it's not uh, odd. It's very odd for a car. Like no other that like shooting brake kind of form. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, totally odd. Yeah, it's it's definitely a funky car. Um, yeah, I guess I was for some reason I was thinking Z1, but that's like. It's kind of a weird car, but it is it is kind of more sporty, sharp looking, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's like very I wouldn't say it's polarizing. Like very offensive or polarizing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's a it's a good question. I mean the the Ferrari thing comes to mind because people it just doesn't have that like Ferrari feel. It's an outlier. Uh, 400, 412. Um 
Lagonda is an amazing call because those are so fascinating looking, but they're definitely weird, you know? How about a DeLorean? Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't in Back to the Future, it's a pretty weird... No, it's, kinda, a, good, it's a good design. It's pretty it's nicely Cesaro. proportioned. It's yeah. a nicely proportioned... It's a, yeah. It's just like a couple steps away from being like a really awesome car did they ever race those <coughs> no dang dude those engines are horrible the chassis is like <laughs> swiss cheese well i figured they would just rip that thing out but yeah yeah i, I wonder mean, if anyone like made a race car for delorean literally needs everything like that's so what that, I, I, you I know, know. The, the one that was at quail with the uh the matt farrah drove yeah with the and it's lambert fucking guinea who goes to our radwoods and yep. stuff uh he owns it that just sold on bat for like 200 and something thousand holy dollars. moly yeah, wow. Two hundred. I want to say like two forty or something crazy. Is yeah. that so? Is that an industry? Is that like make like unshit boxing those, or is that just like a one off? So that's why it's I don't valuable. think it's a, it's definitely not an industry because I don't think yeah. anyone's done that. I've seen LSs on them and stuff like that. But but do you think there's an uh, opportunity there? Like because they they're so desirable from like a iconic like you know nostalgic know. standpoint, but like they're so bad. But like if they actually yeah, but I think it takes so much. But work. if he's got the they formula, the, right? <laughs> and it's the Stinger engine, I believe. That they put in right. That one, right. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, I I actually um I I watched the video and I was really surprised. Like they were they were so thorough. Like they changed everything. You know, like they did so much suspension work and so much chassis work and like obviously the engine and brakes and everything has been completely upgraded. So like you literally have to do everything. <laughs> I wonder how yeah. much that costs. I mean, obviously it's one thing to scale it, and if you got numbers and orders is one thing, but to do one car, I I. It had to be at least have been two hundred grand, um, mm-hmm. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, yeah, I bet they barely made any money, if, if anything. Yeah, they still could have lost money easily on that. On that, right? Real Jay Brink says, choose and explain your choice: bacon scented Conley leather or Conley leather scented bacon. Oh, says, uh, been working on my, my new-to-me Mondial. Hope to see you all soon. Yeah, that thing's rad. Um, bacon's the, one of the best smells ever, so. Yeah, I'll take the scented leather. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Getting your Ferrari every time, and it's just Connolly you just bacon. Wanna, you just want to eat your interior? <laughs> Instantly want breakfast. Yeah. Um, Dude, um, yeah, I think... A lot of people don't know that like all leather is scented, right? Like they like the leather smell is like it's a, it's an add-on. It's added to that. And like like the smell of English leather was like a thing, like patented almost or something. It might have even been patented, right? Like it's a very specific right. one. And so um like that's why everyone they they try to aim for some sort of like consistent smell that we're all familiar with, but you can tell the difference between different interiors and different leathers because it is added, which is interesting. Rensberger says, I recently test drove a Jetta 1.4 uh, liter and a Golf 1.8. I ended up buying the Golf because it felt like it was a great car to drive with enough sportiness and practicality. I love it. My family hates it. What's yeah. a car that checks the daily driver boxes for you that other people just don't get or get it? Hmm. Daily driver boxes, checking them. I can't think of a single... Well, yeah, they, I think I can think. Why of would they one, hate it? I think of one that you would hate, Warren. That I would be comfortable with, pun intended. How about a suspension? Like I'm, I, I'm more comfortable with stiffer suspension than you are. I think. Like you want, like for a daily, well, no, it's got to be super plush. And like, yeah, but I think that would be the question. Is like, if you would you want with something sporty, would your family hate that? No, 
Well, uh, Art's wife would because she has a bad back. Yeah, she wouldn't be down. Like she, okay. like, like I, I, I could definitely tolerate more than she would for sure. Like, um, like, um, yeah, like if I daily like my like a CLK sixty three uh, black, <laughs> I, I would be super down. But she would not be stoked to ride in it. Right. Yeah, and that like obviously isn't a great great option for the family. So I wonder oh, why my they, kids they hate, hate my it. kids hate riding in the nine forty four. Like when I was picking up from school and stuff in it. Yeah, what's their complaints about it? Is it because well, they can't see out of it? They have to get into the back seat and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so coop problems then. Just a comfort. Yeah. yeah, comfort thing. Yeah. Um, I'm curious why they wouldn't like this uh this golf. Or if it would be better in a Jetta. I mean, it's the same basic thing, right? Right. No, well, it's it totally the golf? different. They're different platforms. If it's a newer one, but and they're yeah, all so the and all all golfs are four doors now too, right? So that's not a thing. Jetta's yeah, way that's... bigger um, inside and stuff. Yeah, maybe that's a just enough room. Um, yeah, I can't really think of another one that's like checks daily driver boxes for you, but other people just don't get it. Um, I mean, but could, yeah, maybe something too yeah. extreme as a daily, like yeah, not like comfortable a coupe enough, like of some sand. kind. Yeah, yeah, because you could daily any coupe, right? And then, and you'd be comfortable as a driver, but your passengers would hate it. Everyone's pain in the ass, right? Mm-hmm. Or like if you're a big truck guy, then they have to like get up into it and stuff. Oh, uh, that's a good one. That's another yeah. one, but yeah, none of us. <laughs> or like a sports car where it's low and you know, right, like right, getting into that. Yeah. Right, right. The the only other thing I can think of is is like a rattly like if that one point four is really obnoxious, like really rattly and like like Jamie hates the sound of a diesel engine. Like she will mm-hmm. like is not down with diesels. So like yeah, maybe that one point four because you know how a lot of those dual yeah. the one point four small like engines with that DFI sound kind of cl- clattery. Yeah, but you don't hear it in your dr- like compared sound. to a one point eight, like maybe there's something there. I don't know. Hmm. Well, that's it for questions. That is it, and that's all. Um, we have. Let's see what else we have to update on. We talked a little bit about velocity. We have a BMW M3 and uh, Radwoods around the corner. Well, when you listen to this, it's like really around the corner. Um, what do you guys think? What's on your mind? Let's so, talk about the M3. Okay. Did you? So Lane just picked it up right now, and he dropped me off. Where did you go after that? I went up. Where did I go? Oh, I went. Um, that one road, but yep. uh, yep, you know, mm-hmm. that one road to Did Scotts Valley. Uh, oh, that one, yeah. That one road to Scotts Valley, and then I went back on the on La Madrona, and then I went up nine to Felton, and nice. then I went around and I went down Graham Hill. Nice, nice. So, that's so actually a little what, like forty minute drive. Yeah. So we'll describe those roads for nine. people. <laughs> Uh, all of those roads are pretty, pretty tight and twisty. Um, the last section, Graham Hill is not, uh, it still is too, but there was traffic. So it was just kind of cruising on that one. Um, but yeah, all tight, uh, transitions, pretty rough, pretty rough, uh, pavement and, uh, really narrow, really narrow roads, you know? Yeah. Uh, trademark, trademark, right? Yeah. How good is that section of nine though? It's really out. good. It's just hard. To, it's kind of hard to get a run, dude. It's it, like, it is, yeah. and, you, and there's people all over the side of the road. So right. everyone's staring at you as you go by. And yep. it's, uh, it feels a little like a mountain biker is going to jump out. 
And uh, so, yeah, I was pretty tame. Yeah, um, yeah. But there I were some early. sections where I kind of got on it for sure. That's good. And uh, I've the uh, I will say the difference between the sport button, whatever the f- settings are set up or configured compared to like the normal are uh, I've never I don't think I've I can't remember feeling such a drastic difference. Yeah, it's pretty pretty wild. Um, as that, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, where do you guys want to start? Like, should we do like yeah, let, the let's whole do let's interior do, exterior driving position? You know, driving. Yeah. Uh, well, I was gonna say let let's start with driving interior and then do exterior last because like everyone, you know, we can beat a dead horse right at the starter. Like, because yeah, I, yeah. I want to focus on the actual car itself <laughs> first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, you just you got freshly out of it, so I'm curious to hear your driving impressions. So one thing I was like pleasantly, okay, I. I like the last uh, sports car, sports car type thing that we had was a CA Corvette, um, as far as like a modern sports car. Um, so it's cool, you know. And I, I would love to test these back to back. But uh, right away, this felt like, <laughs> I don't know, you know, twice as analog as the Corvette did, or something. You know, I don't know what the number is there, but you know, thirty percent more analog. Uh, I feel like. The steering is still modern, kind of numbish steering, kind of has some weirdness there, but way less um, prevalent than like in the C8 where right away I'm like, God, dude, this could almost like kill this car for me. The fact that the steering had no feel. Oh, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Uh, so I feel like this one does have a little more feel. It's still not, you know, it's still a modern whatever it is. Uh, and then right away I was like pleasantly surprised with how – kind of analog everything like the actual driving felt it the one crazy thing i was like pleasantly surprised but like also weirdly surprised that if you're sitting say you're sitting at a light and you kind of rev the engine the whole fuck the whole car like move the engine moves dude mm-hmm. like engine and the whole it's crazy it, it it like almost like you're in a big block it's like and you it rev it and the yeah. car goes yeah. the car tweaks like left and right Mm-hmm. And then also there's tons of vibration coming through the shifter and gas pedal and everything. So like if you reach down to put your hand on the shifter to shift, you just feel this like you feel everything going through it. It's it's very unrefined, which is it, it felt which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like agree with that. less so than like I would say less so than like the nine forty four, maybe. Um as far as like holding this you know going to shift it and like feeling the vi- vibrations coming through the cabin and stuff it's 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 that crazy and the fact that the engine moved and was able to tweak the whole car it, it it's almost like the motor mounts are super soft or i don't know what the deal is there uh it yeah um, that's yeah, interesting but but the cool thing is it added a little rawness to a you know where a lot of these cars have like zero rawness and that's what you that's what you want so yeah it's kind of cool that it um you know in a way i could see like i kind of liked it but then i could see people complaining that it's like unrefined and kind of yeah but i think that is a plus having that kind of connection but the engine moving was weird that's just yeah i didn't i didn't experience that but i wasn't revving it from just sitting like in neutral you just like do a blip and yeah, the yeah. Whole, and the whole, like you watch the whole, like the whole car does this, and you feel it. It's it's crazy. I first felt it like just downshifting into first, 
going to a stoplight and then I'm like, oh shoot, what's that? You know, and then I'm kind of like revving it and yeah, it was crazy. Um, and then I would the shifter is good. It's like it's very BMW like. It's, it's like, so um, BMW, right? Lightweight, it's ex- lightweight, a little bit rubbery. Yep. yep. Um, has just that BMW feel where you want like very, a very you right off the bat you want a heavier shift knob. You you know very familiar. You want or you, and you want solid you want solid bushings. <laughs> exactly. That's what I would want. Yeah, because yeah, it feels yeah. very very dampened. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then the clutch uh, is easy to operate. It's like really easy car to drive. Um, when you have it in the normal mode, and it, the the blipping on downshifts is like works really good. Uh, the car is fast as hell. And can we just rejoice for a moment that it's a manual transmission? I mean, yeah. that is like kind of unbelievable. And this is not available in the competition. You lose the manual, and then the uh, the M4. I assume you get the same transmission choices. <clears throat> Yeah, maybe coupe, it's identical. Or is this just a sedan thing? I, I didn't, I didn't look. I believe so. But, yeah, but uh, yeah, they make a manual transmission M3 still, so that is a, it's a bonus. Yeah, we're still, yeah. Still have when we get to, yeah, I mean, I, when we get to the exterior, we can talk about the M3 M4 Comparo. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with everything you said, Lane. I mean, I think that it, there is a a really nice, subtle but visceral. Like it's there's a visceralness, but it's subtle. It's not like it's not super harsh and it's not obnoxious. It's just feedback and information. And I think it's materials and all that kind of shit that they use. Right? We're talking about the motor mounts. Like I bet a lot of that. You know, it is an M3. It's way more powerful. It has a lot of torque. So you know, they they have to stiffen up a lot of the shit that gets connected to that. And like, and I think sometimes they make compromises, right, with fluid filled mounts and all kinds of shit to like try to eliminate some of that where i feel like here they gave you some of that they're like no like let's 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 give that to (laughs) to make it a driver's car right and um yeah and i mean i think um handling dynamics wise i mean i i experienced the car to be very very neutral it has like really good balance it rides great like it handles bumps very well like even if it's you know it's it's bumpy it's stiffer right but like the chassis is very stable and like very solid feeling and um I, I yeah I really like driving it the car it's very enjoyable to drive you know like um and that's yeah. what it's all about right it's like it's fun it can be very engaging like the car is it has a lot of power and it could break traction very easily if you wanted to you know like so like um which makes it entertaining you know you could be very progressive and you can control it and and, and not be a douche and not slide it around if you don't want to but like even going in a straight line you know give it over half throttle aggressively like a strong blip and it'll it'll break traction easily uh, with ps4s's you know wide ones too um this car runs uh, uh, uh diameter stagger so it has what did we see lane was that a 19 up front and a 20 in the back 1920s yeah. i believe 1920 yeah. yeah which is interesting and um you know i remember years ago reading about that with dtm cars that um, it's, it's, uh, because you, you, um, increase the contact patch, um, from front to back in addition to side to side. So that helps and aids in traction, obviously in all directions, but especially forward. Uh, and the front doesn't require like that much grip. So it's like you get the light, you get the accurate, better steering and better feedback with less tram lining and all kinds of stuff to on a street car, at least. Um, so but, wait, um, I, the thing I don't understand. Okay. So I know a bigger wheel tire gives more grip because you have more surface area because it's essentially flatter on the ground but is the overall diameter actually bigger or is it just have a skinnier tire no they're usually a, bigger too the, the overall 35 35 19 up front and a 285 30 20 in back that's what i'm 
that's what I'm wondering if it's actually a bigger diameter. Right. Um, I can tell you right now, but like, um, it usually is. Uh, because that's the only reason that would make sense, right? Yeah. Uh, what what size did you say they went? Uh, the the rear is two eighty five, thirty twenty, and the front's at two seventy five, thirty five nineteen. And those are both, yeah, the standard setup on there. What do you think of the wheel design? A little busy, but kind of sticks to the BBS sort of basket weave-ish. Yeah, yeah it's not, it's using not too that bad. With, yeah. with the kind of like a with machined finish yeah. kind of look. Uh, I, I prefer like a softer edge, but yeah, they're fine. I do too. Yeah, for a modern wheel, I mean, especially, right? Like, damn, <laughs> it's, we got the not shit that's terrible. out there. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. So actually, one thing I, I, like I right away, um, I was like, man, this car, the car just felt like it wanted to dance a lot more than like that Corvette totally. we had. Definitely. So it, I was like having a lot more fun. Like I wanted, I like, like right now, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to go find a good road. Where with mm -hmm. the Corvette, I kind of didn't. I wasn't looking for that as much. Yeah, way uh, more nimble, right? It just way more nimble, even though it's this huge. It's a pig, know. you know, it's a big pig, but it feels way more like you'd want to like autocross it or something. It just feels more playful and, and, uh, and it feels a lot lighter in, yeah. in the way it feels. It also didn't, like Art was saying, the suspension is like really nice and the car had zero rattles, which I can't say for the Corvette. I can't say for both Mercedes we had, um, they both had yeah. rattles, like annoying rattles in places. This thing was super quiet, and uh, when I would hit, because these are really fast cars, and they're really heavy cars, like this car, but you'd be, you know, I was on a really rough, windy road, and you would kind of expect it to porpoise a lot more than it did, and it just kind of went over stuff, and it also wasn't, like, skipping on top of the pavement, which was my other concern. Uh, so, yeah, it just, it it did a lot, a lot well. I don't, yeah, I mean, it felt... I felt like the Corvette was more GT and this is more yeah. sports car. And Definitely. It, it allowed you to change directions quicker and have a little bit more fun within your lane. Um, yeah, the Corvette also had poorer visibility. So you were just kind of like sunken True. in there. And um, yeah, but you weren't like, sunken in. It was just the belt line was high because that was one of my it. complaints about the Corvette. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you sat way too high on the Corvette. It was Corvette. just the belt lines are crazy high. And yeah, um, yeah they've just. And of course, all these cars are so heavy and they do so much to make them feel light. And I think this car does a good job of that. I think yeah. it, it still yeah, has it that also, M3 It also feel. drives smaller, right? Like in general, like it, exactly. it's, you That's stand outside, saying, yeah. you it stand outside lighter. and it's like, dude, like this is a big ass car. But when it's you're an in M5. it. Yeah. It should be an M5. Yeah, right? but when you're in <laughs> yes. it, it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, it, it definitely. No, like no, even, it's, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah. And the ride isn't bad. I didn't, I didn't mind the ride at all. It's, it's, it was pretty dialed for what. Dude, and the ride was. Be. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, it wasn't even that rough through town. And the, a couple the, like expansion joints that kind of crashed over, but other than yeah. that, it was like totally. The good. last two SUVs we had were way worse. I know, right? <laughs> Which is like that's crazy, right? That's the opposite of what I want in those cars. But this is right. This is pretty much right on. I know, yeah. right? That is pretty funny. Um, and, and I it think did it's feel It just felt nimble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they did a good job. I I liked it. Um, and then we can talk about this. I mean, we're kind of talking about driving characteristics, and this sort of plays into it, and that's all the tech. 
and the bullshit that goes into these cars. And I know that you would get used to this. And if you own the car, you could tinker with it all. But the gauges suck. There's too much information. Uh, It's there's too many menus. There's apps. I know I sound like an old man right now, but it is it's over the top. Way well, better than the Mercedes. I feel like Mercedes it's like I feel though. like yeah, I feel like it's actually really nice, especially because like yeah, like there are the alternatives are so bad. Like I this mean, is yeah, like, it's like we gotta still no, wait, but know. it's so, like oh, no, no, no. I mean, I feel you. Like I, it's just I think yeah. that it's like it's I love how much mon- how many more buttons there are on on the center console, mm-hmm. and I love how much less screen there is, and like I feel like it's way yeah. more intuitive, and it's actually pretty tidy. Um, the the, the gauge cluster you can customize that to whatever you want. There's like different settings. I tried so. to select. There's three. There's a sport, a race, and a standard, and I could not get it to change. I could go to the function and say yes, like I want that. Yeah. And the the gauge would not change. What so the heck? I, there's another step I was probably missing. So Art, does um, it have like a traditional round dial? Because that's what I want. Yeah, you can um, do that. Right now it's like horseshoe. God, it's, it's like horrible. These two like horseshoes, a, and it's really bad. It's just a like a line that goes up, almost like a can barely American see it. car. Yeah, and you can like, barely, yeah. yeah, you can't really tell what RPM you're at. You just look for red light or yellow, and red lights to start flashing, basically. Because it, it, it also yeah. is, like, not a very smooth, it's not a very clean gauge cluster um, for a digital readout. So it, it feels a little Too much um, laggy, basically. And that lane keep assist is so intrusive. I couldn't so I think figure it I turned out. it off. Oh, you figured, oh, you figured it, out? it out. So there's a button. Do you guys see the button on the on the dash? It's just like a hard button. No. And it has a picture of a car, and it lights. It's like in green. Oh yeah. Or it can Where be was in red it? Or whatever. It's just in the middle of the dash. Like a Fuck. Hard yeah, yeah, by the hazard, I didn't. I missed it. Yeah, because I was so going you go through the main into that, through the thing. and then you can use you can use iDrive to like go through all this. Ah. Stuff. And I'm pretty sure I turned everything off. Um. That's good. Yeah, the which is rad again that it is a hard button. Uh, yep. And then I couldn't really figure out how to like just straight up scroll through Sirius without it was just on favorites or something. But I was able to go into like categories and go through, you know, I had to do like five things to go through. It was fine, but I'm sure there's a simple way to just scroll through. And this is all stuff to 150. that an owner is going to get used to in, you yeah. know, a couple of weeks or whatever that they won't even think about anymore. Mm-hmm. But or if you're coming from a modern BMW, that's. Easy. Just adding a few things to it, you already know all this stuff. But I had no, I have no problems with the tech though. I like the tech. I like that it's simple. I like the, there seems to be like one way to do everything. I hated the Mercedes. The Mercedes was weird. There was three yeah. things, and you were always confused with what you were doing. I feel like I could figure this system out in a week of owning it, and I would be totally dialed and cool. And I loved that that it does have tons of hard buttons. Our iDrive has like become so good too, where it's, it's really, really nice. easy to use. Yeah, it's so better, yeah. I'm I'm down with that, and I like the simplicity of like looking at everything too. It's not like a huge giant screen taking over the whole thing. I do wish it had analog gauges, um, or at least really like a better screen. The screen just feels old to me. Uh, I like it, the the HVAC is nice too. Simple buttons. Yep, with readouts and. And simple Easy. buttons for turning up and all, yeah, and yeah. everything like that. Uh, seats are really good. They're the basic seats. They're not like the coffin style or whatever the the Geiger ones or the bucket they ones. Call them. Uh, yeah, yeah, the optional ones, dude. Yeah, so it's a real color too. Um, uh, I <laughs> we had the car parked kind of behind our space at Radwood, a uh, uh, little Radwood present. We had presents. We had a Velocity Invitational, and this kid walks up. He must have been like eleven or twelve, and he's like did this car come optioned like this? And I'm like, yeah, it did. He's like, 
that's weird. Why didn't you choose the buckets? Like you chose carbon ceramics, but you didn't choose the buckets. Like this little kid. And I'm like, oh, That's I was funny. like, it's, I said, it's not my car. It's a press car. But uh, but I told him, you know, it, the buckets are probably a little uh-huh. small for some people. And, you know, since it's a press car, it has to like be good for everyone. Right. So like and um, and he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, I like it a lot. And I like the carbon ceramics, but I would get mine with buckets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that answers the question earlier. It's like, would your wife or kids want to be jumping in and out of the buckets like that, right? Like, so that's like mm-hmm. a car you love to no. commute in, maybe. But and yeah. I wouldn't want to either. And that was my complaint about the last Mercedes we had, or the one before the GLA or whatever. The seats were a little too aggressive for a car that you're like transporting your family around in. Totally, totally. That's what's so funny about these cars. There's these huge, like, tech laden, comfortable. Uh, cars that could be comfortable, and then you're adding these things to make it like a race car, you know, to make it's it like, uncomfortable. And like the steering wheel on that that GLE, um, it's like this is they're trying to be super racy, and here we are in a crossover, yeah, going to Whole Foods. So. At least this car is like so it's focused. You know exactly what it is, right? It's the absolutely it's the this M is a version of yeah. a sports sedan. So totally. it's the fastest version of a sports sedan. Of course, it's gonna. And we and this one has the conservative seats, which I think are great. Uh, and uh, suspension's great. It's like everything's like I think everything's right. It feels like BMW getting back on track, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, Besides. do you guys have any other no- <laughs> any notes on the interior? <laughs> I like also just that general interior design. Interior design. I mean, I like it's, it's very classically BMW. It's simple. You know, it's at that point, you know, it's just the materials. You choose the colors you want and, and it's, it's this fine. one's all leather dash and everything. Yeah. Uh, or, or fake leather. I don't know what it is, but it, there's nothing. I found nothing offensive and I don't even remember what it looks like really besides the color. Uh, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. It's, yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it is, it is orange, which I was surprised to actually be okay with. <laughs> Like I'm like shit. This actually Definitely not you, okay with it. You hear orange and inter- orange leather interior, and it's like that sounds Never. horrible. But like it's better yeah. than I'm the like, better than the blue and the Corvette we had. I agree yeah, with that. That's true. Yeah, and I'm like, that's dude, true. like this is actually pretty decent. Not what I would, not the box I would check, but it would uh, probably age well too compared to the blue. Like I think it would maybe get a little patina in it. And you know, I just think a little uh, like a orange. like a dark brown or brownish. Sure. Or, that would be perfect. You know, perfect. Like, a, a little cork. more brown added to that cork, whatever. Yeah, like, like a cork interior on that green would be perfect. And it yeah, would but, go uh, good with so many exterior colors, and mm-hmm. it would be a yeah, better so this, option. For the listeners, this car is Isle of Man green, and it's a very emeraldy teal green. I don't know how else you guys would describe it. It's got some yeah, flake. I think it. it's a great color. Yeah, that's a very, funny. very loud color too. So if is you want a loud? statement, I don't think it's that loud. You guys are crazy. Driving Dude. in traffic, everyone's gonna notice that car. What? It stands no, out more I think it actually. I mean, getting into design, if you want, like, it also hides the grill more than any other one I've seen. Oh, well, that, that might be true, but it, this is a loud green. I mean, mm. it's not a dark Boston uh, green or anything like I that. Disagree. This is like, what? It's a pearl green. It's like, I don't as think loud it's that as loud. It's not that loud to me either. Yeah, it's like, uh, if it was like <laughs> and, tennis and ball yellow. What lighting or you're in, but if you're in overcast, it's definitely not even loud, even close to loud. It has some highlights when you're in the sun and stuff, but I don't think it's loud. Man, yeah. I mean, I thought it definitely stood out. It, just in a, in an age of silvers, grays, blacks. It's I like mean, sure. If you want to say very, that, then then any but, colors. I like colors though. Colors. But dark, right? Art likes colors. I like colors. Right? Yeah, I mean, but I even ask people if they like point. colors. <laughs> you guys like colors, yeah. right? Look at this color. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, it well, transitions I mean, from dark to light green. 
also the way the light hits. Yeah, that, it has that pearl that pearl quality, right? Where it's like yeah. it, it gets high lit, high lit, where it's lit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think well. I mean, it's also, I mean, I think it's safe to say that Warren is the most conservative with colors in general with cars, right? Like, and I think this is going to be something that, I, I mean, you, would, you wouldn't want this color on your car, right? Whereas green like, on orange? Are you no, kidding no, no, me? No, 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 the exterior, like so the Isle of Man, Isle of Man Green. No, the Isle of Man Isle Green. Green. No, no, yeah, I would not. I would not. I would totally. Like I like this last, color a lot. Last I of like the colors. the color. I think it's yeah. the color I would pick. Actually, I would probably pick it too, dude. Lane, wow, uh, high you five guys on. Are crazy. <laughs> but hey, we already said like a like a chocolate brown leather with that, or like or even just the cork would be nice too. As you that guys would said. be. Yeah. I think it's better changer. looking than any other M- new M3 I've seen. So I don't know what that means. I don't know what colors I've actually seen, but oh, I, like I think the it white. is the, the best. It's no, the grill stands out. Way oh too man, much white. white. That's oh yeah. Oh god, Dude, it's so bad. And the black and the black fake well, grill on the side. Everything the, is I mean, exaggerated on that, the white car. Everything so, is horrible. So what? Do you, okay, design. so well, let's see. Let's talk about. It. So is everything horrible, or is it just the front end? Like, like the front end. I mean, yeah. No, no, no. Just the front end. So I, I, I mean, so the M3. I think they're the sorry three series. They did a decent job with the overall design. It still has a little bit of a Hoffmeister kink. It does like a double thing, but it mm-hmm. still kind of has it. Uh, it has some nice scalloping on the side. I think that proportionally, it's fair, It's pretty decent. Um, the front end sucks. I've talked to Art about this for like, I basically just rattled on for like 10 minutes talking about one thing, but I hate the reverse snouts on the hood more than the grill, I would say. Ooh, <laughs> it yeah. almost, and uh, I don't think the grill is the problem. It's basically just the snout. It's the fact that they have those two channels, these two things. It's just that, dude. If you made it flat, if you just had a rounded sec, and you didn't have those, it has these. So essentially on the hood, it has these reverse scoops, like they like would be letting vents. air out of the yeah. engine. Yeah. But they don't have a fake vent on it, and they don't have anything. It's just a... Mm-hmm. Uh, concave and the it's like a stamp in the metal mm-hmm. and that yeah. is the worst part of it to me and then it goes to the actual snouts and if those were just shaved off and it had the big grill i would be totally fine with it like yeah audi had yeah. big grills back in the day the cars looked fine you know, you know cars funny? had big grills you cannot see any of those features from the driver's seat no, which I thought True. you would be able to see those the the hood. it all drops off. It all drops off. So it, it is funny because I thought you could totally see the the tops of the the yeah. grill. The, the snouts is Lane's calling too. them. Yeah. Yeah. The snouts because yeah, it's um, a, yeah. So you, like to clarify, like what Lane's them. talking about is like in between the grills, there's a channel, and it makes and then yeah. on either side of it too. So it looks like the recess. Yeah, it's almost like um, it looks like a pig snout. Yeah, totally. Like you have yeah. like the, yeah. it's 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 really it's fucked really up. Bad. Yeah, and those little things up top like just accentuate the whole thing even more like it's just yeah it's so I can't, they could fix can't the hang. whole design with a new basically a new bumper but it would just it's just the top section and then a new hood yeah and uh the hood is yeah the hood's so stupid dude with those little reverse things like what are you doing dude like <laughs> God, i don't <laughs> get doing, it at dude? all like i mean i can understand the grill it's like okay we have these two let's accentuate it i can understand what they're going for there i just don't the fake. Uh, I really guys. didn't have a problem with any other part of it. Um, yeah. Like, so yeah, those fake vents on the side. Um, oh, the M3 suck. vents. Those suck. But I'm kind of just being You're used to them. Yeah, I'm being. Every like, car has them now, so you can't exactly. Really it's like, all right, I would prefer that to be body color, I think, or at least partly body color. I'd prefer um, them just to be done, like I would gone, just gone, or yeah. real vents. 
Um, but yeah, the proportions are good. I feel like it it works overall. Um, it's it's interesting, yeah. But oh, front. so one thing I was gonna say, comp- the M4 in comparison, I think the M4 is a awful design, like yeah. all around. Yeah, it's like there's the, just the four series in general is just a horrible design. It has almost like yeah. a lack of design in the rear end, and it's very like Honda Accord, Toyota, you know, whatever name your your cheap cheaper car, yep. and uh, very bland. And yep. then the front is polarizing. So. But this one, at least, I think the design's pretty tight and good until you get to the the front. Yeah, the, yeah. the that flabby rear quarter is a disaster. It's just, like, very frumpy. Like, as you yeah. said, it's, like, very, like, devoid of, like, any real detail. And, like, it just, like, oh, man, it sucks. Yeah, like, I Yeah, this <laughs> I one has some good, like, character line, a good character line going down the side. Art and I were looking at it, and it kind of does a little reverse, like, where it goes from, you know, a little reverse character line. It kind of reminds you. It harkens back to like an E30 M3, uh, the mm-hmm. way they did. They have that character line going down the door that changes on the fender. Um, yeah. kind of has a little bit of that going on. It's, I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's flared know? out too. Like it's like in certain angles, it's very clear how flared out the body is and over around yep. the wheel arches, and it looks good, especially with this color, huh? huh? Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. This loud ass color in your face. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think um, yeah, that's that is really my summary as well. But I think we're all pretty much are in agreement. Like, I think it's a, it's a very very good car. Like, it's a very good driving car, and I think overall it actually looks pretty decent. Um, and it's just unfortunate yep. that front end is is a mess. But hopefully they they have enough feedback that the next generation or iteration um, they manage to improve that. I don't know what's going to happen with drivetrains and stuff. I mean. If it's going to be hybrid or if they'll still offer this, because this inline six is awesome, man. Like it's a, it's really nice. It's it it feels yeah, like it it crazy. almost feels NA until if you didn't have the turbo lag because it does have turbo lag, which I yeah. actually enjoy. Uh, but um, but it has the smoothness of an inline six and it has the sound of an inline six. I don't know where the sound is coming from, but it sounds good. <laughs> That's yeah. There's know. definitely yeah. some like fakeness going, or I don't yeah. know if it's fake, but. You it's know, piped in or whatever. Yeah. Reverb going on or whatever they do. Yeah, piping yeah. it in. Uh, and it's not very loud. It sounds it's it's like it's, mm. it's 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 there and it's present and it sounds good, but it's not in your face. And um, yeah, so that's also a nice thing that they balanced out. Um, brakes are amazing. I don't, I don't know what the standard brakes are, but the, this one has the carbon ceramics, and they're so freaking good. And they're if, really good. And if you have the dough to get carbon ceramics, I mean, you're not going to be tracking your car because that's when you don't want <laughs> carbon ceramics because they're super expensive to replace. Um, they do not dust, which is amazing. So, like, that is a huge bonus. <laughs> um, and, car- and they last forever. Yeah. Right? Uh, carbon ceramics, ceramics are just known for lasting forever. Yeah. Uh, the, the brakes, also, they're not grabby, which is really nice. Like mm-hmm. they have good bite, but they're not grabby. Yeah. Where you drive a lot of cars and they're just grabby around town, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like it's hard to be progressive with stopping. These aren't yeah. like that. They're, it's, yeah. a, it's a very easy car to drive smoothly in. Actually. Yeah. And I love that it's, yeah, this is going to sound contrasty compared to what you just said, because it is easy to drive smoothly, but it's also very sharp in every way. So like all your inputs are immediately like rewarded and like, and so like it's a it's a car to that's that's fun to drive because of that I think as well right it's it's very communicative like and and you and yeah. you understand the chassis very well the throttle and everything flows very well you know like with with um um the drivetrain itself the shifter and the brakes and it's just a great driving package I was very impressed well I think that's yeah I think that's kind of going along with what I was saying though I mean it is easy to drive smoothly but smoothly but a lot of analog 
cars are easy to drive smoothly because you don't have things like countering what you're doing. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like it's the inputs you put into it are what you get. So if you're rough with throttle response, it's going to be rough. And yeah, um, I think it's the fact that it is somewhat analog. Um, it does have a tiny bit of rev rev hang, which every, all the all cars do these days, which is kind of, um, but it's not it's not horrible, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, it's just it's pretty good, dude, pretty good, it's good, pretty, and you kind of forget how ugly the front end is when you're driving it. Yep, it's so, true. You definitely do. Until people are laughing at you as you drive yeah. by. Yeah, you're like, I was, you're like, are they staring at me because they like it or because it's <laughs> no. loud or because it's a buck tooth monster? Awful looking. Dude, I, like, uh, oh. when we we're leaving or when I was leaving Laguna, um, I, <laughs> there was a, uh, last generation was an F80 M3 coming the other direction. And like, yeah. um, if the guy made eye contact with me, I was going to point at the front and do like an X, <laughs> like, don't look at the front, <laughs> just a joke. But, but he, he was just, you know, looking straight, um, because yeah. I was like, damn, your car looks so nice compared to this shit. But, um, yeah, Dude, it's crazy. They, they obviously know how to do it. Like look at the eight series and stuff. They're yeah really nicely styled and then yeah. it's this. Yeah, I would love to. The only thing that we didn't get a chance to do is like if we got it out to a skid pad, I would love to try out the drift mode because like you know you have a yeah. score which is fun. Like um and and if you That's know cool. and Michelin could handle the tires for us, <laughs> like it would be fun to play like like at Sonoma or something for for half a day. Um, we might have to line that up somehow. Wonder if they're down for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. Um. All right. Well, um, we have velocity to talk about, or did we kind of cover that? There's a lot. There was a lot going on. No, we didn't really cover velocity. We co- or we covered velocity. We we didn't cover our little oh, yeah. scenario. Our Go little scene. It. Our whole, whole our little curated. Whole little curated scene. Yeah. Island boys. Yeah, we're island, island boys. boys. Yeah. Oh, B-O-S. dude, we should have played that song. We were right there, man. <laughs> man we were island we were boys for the it. weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we had a about a. 30-ish car kind of space uh, on the island, uh, just a curated space. At Laguna <laughs> Seca. At WeatherTech Raceway, Laguna Seca, during the Velocity Invitational, and it was cool. We had we had a great mix of cars. Uh, Lane's been posting a ton of them, but we had um, E36 M3 Lightweight, two different Alfa Romeo SZs on different days, not the same car. Um, really nice Beloco GTV6, really sweet 80s Forerunner with the bikini top insanely nice Wagoneer in that navy blue that I've never seen before. Um, some Corvettes, C4 Corvettes. Probably like the nicest E30 M3 I've seen in a long time. It's it a six series. Night, well, yeah, that beautiful E24 M635 CSI, which is the, the Euro spec M6 that before we got it. Um, but I did want to mention that E30 M3 real quick. Uh, salmon silver over cardinal interior. It was restored, but it was like basically perfect it's like the spec right i mean like um mm-hmm. i mean although i am a henna guy i would i mean probably henna would rival it um i don't the only See, thing is he that also had a cardinal steering wheel he had a cardinal cool Etel Volante. yeah the Etel Volante formel which is one of my favorite steering wheels that three spoke oh, i, I took used. a picture i'll post it oh dude it's so sick that's the one that they used in the dtm cars in period mm. uh and he had a, a a real dtm carbon fiber intake <laughs> like box like the air box in there uh, and BBS E50s, like he just had all the all the cool shit. Um, yeah. And that car was at Morning Motors uh, last time, right? That was, yeah. That was one of the yeah. one of the guys, yeah. Uh, and what else do we have, Warren? Oh, we, we had, had the 348 freaking- Challenge, uh, Challenge car that Stephen Cottrell brought 
we had a, an RX-7 like race car kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the first gen. Yeah. Uh, really, really cool nice car. car. And then yeah. the Subaru. Uh, yep, Subaru, Subaru. Yeah, Impreza. 22B um, Tribute. Yeah. And then we had the three or three Delta Integrales actually. We had the Martini one. We had or we had the um the white one. Uh and then we had well, I guess the it's not a Delta Integral, it's a Delta Futurista, which is the new Automobili Amos thing, which is interesting. Um Yeah. I, I yeah. mean it's two door. Yeah, a lot of people were into it though. Like they were pretty stoked on it. Um so like I, I'm curious to see kind of what all what kind of content we see from that, but it's got some funky stuff going on. It feels very prototypey. Um, I don't know if that's what the final versions are going to look like, like all the details, but um, they're making twenty something. I heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we had an NSX. We had uh, a Land Cruiser. I don't know if you said that. Oh yeah, we the had, Land Cruiser. We had two Land Cruisers. We had yeah. an, Peter B and his nine nine three Safari. Um, it was a I good, good. It was a lot. Group. It was a cool group of cars. We had Toyota yeah. Previa. Uh, um, yeah, yeah Previa manual to Delta Integrale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Previa That's manual. Good. Yeah, and then That's also yeah, the, and the the guy in the white uh, Delta Integrale was super cool. Yeah, he was like people would walk up and look at it. He's like, oh, doors open if you want to sit in it. Like he was, you know. Yeah. That's cool. Really nice guy. Yeah, that was an Evo two uh, with a yellow interior, right? Yellow Alcantara was it? Or was it tan? Uh, it was like tan. Oh, was it tan? Yeah. Um, and he he had bought that car off uh, Marco. Yeah, yeah. The same guy yeah, who Euro brought Classics. the uh, yeah he brought the Martini uh, edition Evo and the SZ on the first day on Saturday. Um, the other car I wanted to mention though was um, there's a dude who brought an E3318 IS with, with an I think it was an S50 swap or something, but it had the MTech body kit and. I love that a lot of E3318 ISs came with cloth interior, and this one had the cloth tweed interior, which is so cool. Like, <laughs> um, it and, is. and it, it, you know, in period, I was just thinking about this. Like, I bet you know people want leather, right? Leather's luxury, and like, yeah. and so like, oh, you got the cloth like chintzy 318 interior, like, and uh, but now it's like the one that I want the most, right? Like, where it was probably like the non, you didn't check a box, right? And that's what you, that was your base model interior, or whatever. Um, but it was really nice, and it's very hard to find a 318 IS in cloth that is intact. I've, I can't, I've, I don't think I've ever seen one before that one. They're always super ripped up and fucked up, you know, like because they're, I guess they just didn't wear well, you know. So yeah. Um, but that was that was nice to see, and he had a sick tire and wheel setup. He had 15 by 8 Volk T37s with like 225, 55 or something triple eights. Like it was so meaty. It looked really nice. Yeah, that's cool. It did. Yeah, that was that was a good space. Thanks for everyone for coming out, um, especially our our buddies who kept us company out there on the island. Island, island boys. boys. Oh yeah, well we uh, did. Oh shit, we didn't mention Brendan's beautiful E thirty eight seven forty yes. shorty sporty shorty and Clark's Clark's uh, six K-truck. wheel K truck. Honda Acura. Um, yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, so yeah, and then velocity. I mean, a lot to cover. Uh, Lane was there three full days. And uh, we saw a lot of racing, a lot of amazing cars. It was like the Rolex uh, reunion, but maybe a little more focused towards what we're into. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Um, mm. And they did a really good job with the pits uh, by yeah. using their own tents and setting up this kind of grid space before they go out on track. Um, it felt way more organized and um, more inviting than like a true... Uh, racing weekend where people are kind of like in their own 
paddock that they created and are like sticking to themselves. This is way more open. So what they did is they made people park their semi-trailers, you know, semis and stuff and trailers and all that um, off in a different area. So they just had these big white tents and those were full of cars. And then they would have like tool people to have, you know, roll away tool chests and stuff like that. But uh, very open. So you could see through to like multiple rows over. And um, and then they had the grids, you know, to grid the cars to set up the cars was in the middle of this whole thing out in the open. And they had these like walkways down on either side of the grid and you could hang out there and sit on hay bales and they had umbrellas out there and stuff. It was really cool. Yeah. And I heard the announcers at one point talking about it. um, And they were talking about how this is like the prototype, you know, this is how it should always be basically. Yeah. That's uh, a really cool idea to actually give you a staging area like that. And you could, you could see it all like right before they go hot. Um, mm -hmm. I I actually, I thought it was originally cause you had mentioned that it was VIP only in there, but it seemed like it was totally open, right? Like anyone can go open. No, it wasn't VIP in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was confused. It it was VIP down in the original, you know, the, where they usually stage the cards, which is, which is basically on the track. I don't know if you remember oh, the Lexus event we went to. You know the Lexus event where we were hanging out, getting our helmets and everything. Mm-hmm. That part was VIP only. Yeah, yeah. Um, where we got, yeah, we got a, a good close up of the F one cars, like back in yes, there. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, cool, cool event. I mean, I think you know, there's some tweaks, and you know, we're we're really close to the head of operations there, so you know, we'll be working with them, and hopefully, it will continue to improve, and because um, it has like potential to be, you know. Like it's it was a great event, but um, to really be what they're aiming for, you know, like I think Larry Chen mentioned it as like Goodwood West or whatever. Like, um, like it, things could be kind of polished up to make it even better, right? And 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 smoother for for as a guest, uh, in in multiple ways. So, uh, but it was exciting. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. I would. I mean, if we're talking about that stuff. It's like the food was not there. <laughs> you know, there wasn't really good food choices. Um which was kind of weird. They missed out on that. And then also our space was super rad, like the Radwood space. But uh, we were out in straight up no man's land, like nothing around us. So it was kind of a little disappointing that um, people, I think a lot of people didn't know we were there. Yeah. Yeah. So with a better integration for sure for next year. And I think there's definitely ways to do that, um, you know, and I know this is the first time they did it at this event and, you know, there's, there's obviously areas that, um, typically have vendors and things like that and activity, um, that would have tied us in better, right? Like that would have drawn people kind of into our area. And, um, yeah, I, you know, it has, it has a lot of potential to be that way and there's different areas we could be and all kinds of stuff, but I was definitely happy with our spot. Um, and, um, you know, the cars that came out, the people were, you know, everyone was stoked to come out and, uh, and chat about what we do and like they were happy to see us there so um if you did come out and say hello and i don't remember you by name um thank you and uh we're stoked uh on your stokage <laughs> a lot of people were actually going to be going to la too uh from that were there uh which was pretty cool to hear um but overall yeah rad event i mean i, I think yeah the conceptually i like the like the motorsports focus and they had they had motorcycles on track they had obviously f1 cars both modern and old school they had the trans amp stuff and then that the the mini versus mustangs which is a nice kind of fun you know fun thing to to experience and like those are all details that differentiate the event from like your traditional track experience these days right where it's just a bunch yeah, of rich and guys a night out there r- night race as well which is a yeah differentiator, which is yeah really cool 
Yeah, more green space. I mean, they did the, the green space stuff again, and, and uh, they had some VIP tents with charcuterie, which we took advantage of <laughs> and, and, and enjoyed. Um, uh, they also had great coffee um, by, um, shit, what was it called, dude? <laughs> was it Good Boy Joe or something like that? Something like Bob or something. Good Boy Bob. Oh, Good Boy Bob. Yeah, really, really good coffee. Um, That was great. That was a nice addition, and and the cold brew was killer. Killer cold brew. Killer, bro. Killer, bro. Yes. Oh, hey, uh, Warren, Art pulled a Art. So we we both got cold brews, and Mm -hmm. uh, we got, as a sweetener, we got, I think we got oat milk, and then we got maple syrup put in it as a sweetener, right? so Mm -hmm. cute. Yeah. Because they asked, do you, I'm like, can I get some sugar in it? And they're like, oh, oh well, yeah. do you want sugar or maple syrup? And I'm like, oh, I'll take them. Is that good? You know, whatever. So he tastes it. He's like, Art, Art takes a sip of it. Do I taste a little, uh, what'd you say? What'd you say, dude? What was it? <laughs> what'd you say, He's dude? like, do I taste a little. Um, chicory. He's like, hickory? Chicory. Hickory? Chicory? chicory. Yeah. And she goes, the lady's just, chicory. she's just like, uh, she's like, I don't know. Maybe it's the maple syrup. I don't know. Like you know, kind of like that was, it was, it was the yellow rice. Up, it was, it was my straight up yellow rice. rice situation, dude. Oh, nice saffron. It was my saffron. <laughs> yeah. It was house. a full on saffron rice situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we yeah. talked? Have we ever mentioned that on the podcast? By the way, I'm sure we have. have I'm we? sure we have. Okay. That was years ago. Because right, I don't know if people know what the hell we're talking about. Um, many moons, many moons yeah. ago. Our basically, we went to a barbecue place, and he said, "Oh, is that saffron rice?" And the guy said, "No, that's yellow rice." Yeah, and that's our, what it was. Or yeah. walked. But there were accents, and there was, and the, and yeah. I was out of place. It was, yes, it was definitely, yes. it was not a, <laughs> you know, that whole thing. I, I had never seen yellow rice in my life. We basically rice. stepped away from Art and pretended not to know him. Yeah, yeah exactly. In that situation, in this one, it wasn't as bad because you know we were in this frou frou place, and he's yeah. he's saying he he tastes chicory and you know whatever. That's right. Um, so, got it. That's right. It. That's right. right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Anything else you Velocity. guys want to know about that place? About that uh, place. You know. <laughs> about that event. <laughs> McLarens were cool to see. Uh, mm-hmm. The 917s all together was cool to see. Uh, some incredibly expensive cars. 250 GTOs. Uh, 300 SLR mm-hmm. Mercedes. Um, things like that. Uh, overall, it felt like a, a more polished version of the, the Rolex um, historics that we go to. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I thought they did a pretty good job. So, also, uh, I mean, we have to mention that it was 81 degrees on Sunday with not a cloud in the sky and no wind. Did it not expect like that. Yeah. Unbelievable weather, almost a touch too hot, which I'm not mm-hmm. going to complain, but uh, where you were looking for shade, in other words. Um, so, all things considered, it could have been, I mean, it could have been raining and horrible. So, they really lucked out um, on weather. Dude, so. And uh, oh, sorry, we benefited from it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I did want to mention that VIP area that Lane was talking about on the other side, like in the traditional pits, um, like there, the F1 cars were visible. The, the, the ones that they, all the McLaren cars, I should say, they brought a, I think it was a 2011 and a 2012 car. And then the 1998, uh, MP413 that Mika Hakkinen won the world championship in and that was in the middle. And so you could see them kind of, you know, I'd say about 15, 20 feet away if you were inside of the show, like from the backside of the pits. But if you went to the other side in the VIP section, I was practically standing on like the bodywork. Like I was like, we're, yeah, like, we were stepping at, over the yeah, bodywork. Like, like yeah. we're right there. Like you're in the fucking garage, basically, you know, like, and so we took some good pictures and Pat O'Ward, uh, who's an indie driver now and was rumored to potentially be, you know, a Formula One driver here in the future. 
um, uh, he was like being interviewed, I think by Marshall Pruitt, like, like right next to us. And that was cool to hear him talking about driving a 1998 formula one car, not like a current one and talking about how insane it was like, like how, like he was just like, dude, everything is so fucking crazy. It's like amazing. Like he was loving it. It's just, everything is so good and blah, blah. And he's driving a modern indie car now, you know, and it, and it, it right. sounded like he was extremely impressed. Um, and that's what, tw- how many years apart? Years old. <laughs> 25 years old. Um, but that car was so rad yeah. too, like to see, cause those have V10s, the other ones have the V8s. And uh, so the sound is one thing, but also just the form factor, right? They're so small and tidy and yeah, they're they so, are. so not good a lot looking. Of yeah. Not a lot and of like shit. The, yeah. The front end, like the front air dam or whatever, you know, the valance or what do we call it? Wing. wing. Uh, it, it's just straight up a wing with end plates. Like it doesn't have all the canards and crazy stuff going on it's so good looking yeah very cool yeah that's rad i uh i was at our radwood space and i ran into Derek hill who's phil hill's son and he's pretty active on instagram um definite car guy and uh he was checking out radwood and he had never been to one of our events and was super stoked on it and then he said oh i gotta i gotta go get ready i have to get back on track i'm gonna drive a car and i asked him what he was driving he said I can't even believe it, but I am about to go drive the 300 SLR. Whoa. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. He's like, I know. It's insane. And he even posted something on his Instagram like, you know, some days are better than others, and this is one of them, and here's why. And um, so he was out there uh, driving the one of the most expensive cars in existence um, before it ends up back in the – in the museum, and this for for the listeners, this would be a car that like Sterling Moss or Fangio would drive mm. on these uh, Millamillias and any other Targa Florio type races, twenty four hour events, and win. And the car is basically as it raced um, back then. It's so rad. Um, a lot of cool touches to it. Uh, we put it on the Instagram, but um, anyways. So shout out to Derek Hill and getting to. Uh, Check one off the list, I'd hey. say. Yeah. yeah. I saw even, like, I think it was um, Stefan Johansson, like, uh, got to drive the 917 and then one other car back-to-back. What else did he get into? And he, like, commented on how, like, it was, like, you know, he was blown away, right? Like, it was, like, within a 15-minute span, he went from 917 to whatever the other car was. Um, it might have actually been the 300 SLR as well, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. It might have uh, been the uh, one of the Gurney Eagles. Or it could have been one of the, yeah, it was, it was definitely a significant car. <laughs> I, it was just an Instagram yeah. post. I remember, but, um, and like, I would love, like, I would love to have his impressions on it. Like, you know, and like, I, I want to see if we can get him on the show. I know he's like in, you know, he's, he has been making the rounds here on occasion and like, he's, he's, a, he's obviously a car person. So, um, it would be rad to like hear about that experience cause he's driven everything, you know, like, and to now get into those cars, um, now yeah. Seca, it's gotta be amazing. And then I saw Jeff Swart was driving a 917, um, one of the cars from the Canepa collection or what have you. Um, so, yeah, he was there as well. And, um, again, another guy that's driven a ton of stuff. It'd be cool to see what he thought of that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, all in all, very, very cool weekend. Yeah, Larry Chen was there too. Shout out to him. And uh, I don't know. It was cool. It was good. I think if I had to do one or the other, I would do Velocity over Rolex. Um going forward just the way it was set up but mm-hmm. um i don't know if they'll run this same time of year um mm. no, so. so the rough the they have like a rough calendar where it says like in like quotes velocity or something like i forget what yeah. it was it was like on and it was for i want to say it was august or september 
Hmm. So that right around the historics. What the heck? Like yeah. maybe the cars would just stay or something and yeah, have two different maybe. weekends. That's, that's I mean, it weird. might make it easy, right? Huh. I guess so, but <clears throat> that's really strange. Um, or they should just like merge <laughs> to one. Um, yeah. Anyways, that was, that was cool. Nice also being like local for us. So our yeah. home track, so to speak. And, uh, and now we're off to LA. That's it. What, so if they were Torrance. to merge, if they were to merge, would it be historic velocity? Oh, it'd be Velocity Rolex Reunion Motorsport Invitational Historics. Historic does not need to Laguna, merge with someone. Laguna Seca Weather Tech Raceway by Laguna Seca County yeah. of Monterey. Um, what else you got? Lexus. 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 <laughs> Don't forget Lexus. Okay. And drive Miatas, to, maybe. MX5 Cup. That, MX5 Cup. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, actually, this whole thing reminded me. Um, uh, that I have to I have to share some some uh, comedy news, some comic news with you because oh, I can't wait for this. I I listened almost the entire time that I had the M three. I listened to George Carlin's um, uh, channel on Sirius. Yeah, yeah. And um, okay. and you know the George Carlin that I know from seeing a few standups over the years is like it's the angry old man with a ponytail, right? And uh-huh. like and there was some really early stuff here, like and there was a lot of stuff from the early eighties, and like. I can say now with confidence that I prefer his older stuff, his early stuff. <laughs> well, dude, he, um, he goes yeah. back way further than that. He yeah, goes to yeah like there was 60s. like stuff from the 70s, like from the 60s. Yeah. yeah, the 60s stuff was rad because he was like a like a beatnik kind of, and he was like the way he talks is like, and so yeah. I just He's felt like a like, slam poet more than the yeah, comic. Yeah, yeah, so like the, <laughs> like I'd say like that, that, let's say late 60s to early 80s, like I feel like it was way more intellectual and like, but very entertaining and fun and, and without it being like angry profanity, you know, like it's just like, mm-hmm. cause that became a style yeah. where it was just like loud profanity, like still intelligent, but like it, it sort of like takes away commentary. from it. Um, and just, um, so yeah. I don't know, I, I, I didn't know or had heard any of his stuff like from back in the day and I, I can say now Shouts that I really out. George Shouts Carlin. out George Carlin yeah, no. he I mean, died he's still like alive, five right? years ago <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, I prefer his work in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure or number call. two really I mean that's good where call. really shine um, yeah yeah I agree alright trivia time I don't have much for you but I do have a few options and packages on the M3 I'd like you to guess how much these things cost and what they include one of which is called the M Drivers Package. Mm. That's that's all it says. <laughs> M Drivers Package. What do you think it includes, guys? I well, bet it includes like the colored seat belts that we have, like the uh, huh? you know those little stripes, and maybe like the wheel is like ten millimeters thicker or something, you know, or two millimeter uh, or two, three millimeters stitched. thicker, and maybe it has M stitching. Yep. And then, uh, how about and a drift maybe mode? Maybe it has Bob? like a oh. drift mode. Yeah, doesn't drift mode isn't that included in there? The M driver's package is, in addition to raising the top speed of your BMW, it includes a one-day driving class. That's, That's the M driver's it's package. Program. It's just <laughs> and, programming. And it's how like much a flip does, of a switch? Flip of a switch, and how much does it cost? And a driving class. Letting you experience the limits of your vehicle in a controlled environment. That should be included, man. Right? <clears throat> I'm going to say yeah, it's right. uh, thirty eight hundred dollars. I'm gonna. I think it's like maybe it is super cheap because they just want to encourage people. I'm gonna go with ninety nine nine, Bob. Wait, what? Ninety nine dollars? No, nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Oh. Oh. Twenty five hundred bucks gets you a a day at the track and you get a little more top speed. Hmm. Um, all right, these two. Or a little wacky. Uh, the M Drive Professional. 
M Drive Professional. Um, I'll just tell you what it is, and you can guess the price. It's the M Lap Timer app, which is available separately on your iPhone via the App Store. And uh, this helps to further expand your performance by providing a comprehensive overview shown in the instrument cluster or optional heads-up display. It is an app. So these aren't even Folks, hard goods. Sir, it's an it's an app. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This is an this is option. Horrible. M Drive Professional. Do you have it on oh, your car? Oh man, I'm obviously not a professional. Um, uh, twelve hundred bucks for an app. Twelve hundred. Jeez, I'm gonna say eight hundred. <laughs> Lane wins nine hundred bucks. There you go. Nine hundred dollars bargain dude. for an iPhone app. Dude, I spend that much on apps every day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, last one here. Icon adaptive LED headlights with laser light. Those Dude, the headlights were amazing, by the way. By the way, they were really good. That's one word, laser light. <laughs> Haven't tried them. Uh, <laughs> laser light? Yeah. yeah. This lighting technology pushes the boundaries and provides maximum output allowable for the United States. So it's yeah. just short of blinding everyone. Just short of uh, illegal. And, yeah. How much? How much is it? So keep in mind, an app... Cost nine hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. What do late freaking Ooh. lasers cost? <laughs> lasers. Oh um, uh, man, nine fifty. I'm gonna say uh, twenty two hundred. Dude, art wins a thousand bucks. So a thousand dollar option, you get lasers. Nine hundred gets you an app. What is happening? Come on, BMW. What is happening? Figure it out. But I will say the carbon ceramic brakes. Eight thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah, mucho. And there's standard uh, issue. Yeah. The buckets, uh, which we do not have in this car, thirty eight hundred bucks. Cray, cray. Um, yeah. So and that's thirty eight hundred on top. Like you already get seats. It's like there's not another <laughs> option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you just, if you don't get the carbon buckets, you don't have seats. So you have you to don't get, get to choice. keep these ones. Yeah. No, no, no. So. Yeah, brakes very very expensive, um, but they're damn good. So if you have the means, we recommend it. Where does this uh, oh. car sticker at? Uh, it starts our at car. Oh, 80. I can I can look. Hold on. Do we have a window sticker? We do. Yeah, let me pull it up real quick. I'm guessing. Yeah, so it starts ninety eight thousand. Uh, here's the other thing. M M three seventy thousand eight ninety five. M three competition starts at seventy three seven ninety five. Yeah. So three three grand Who more. Who cares? For the no manual, no care. Uh, exactly, but usually that would be some like bigger thing here. So the car and driver one that had um, it did have the brakes was ninety three thousand four ninety five. So I'm I'm guessing ours is somewhere Probably in there. right around there, huh? All yeah. right, uh, yeah. So what do you guys think? What guess? I mean, I our... said ninety eight, but now that Warren said that, I know I'm too high. Yeah, I'll say 90, $91,000. Ah, you so good. 90295 And that includes a $1,000 destination charge. Uh, let's see what packages we got. We got a parking assistant package, which is $800, uh, and executive package. No M whatever the hell other package. Oh, wait, M drivers, $2,500. Bucks. There it is. There it is. So it does have the M, it has the M drivers, carbon ceramics, and these wheels are optional too. These are thirteen hundred bucks. Okay, um, thirty eight hundred and twenty pounds curb weight, and uh, five to sixty miles an hour. So rolling start four point five seconds feels faster than that. Um, yeah, 
So there you go. Dude. I like this, that car and driver state 75 mile an hour highway cruising uh, miles per gallon. Uh, so that's like realistic, right? Like yeah. if you're yeah. driving, it's 32 miles per gallon. Nice. Crazy. Killing that's it. It's pretty amazing. Um, what what do you think this is? It says without 5AS and it's minus $500. Hmm. 5AS. Five axis steering. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I just made it up. That's not what it says. Yeah. I don't know. Crazy. All right. Well, that's an episode. We did it. Later. We'll probably record. Well, we're recording with a guest tomorrow, and then we'll probably record live in LA. Yeah. We'll bring stuff. I think that's mm-hmm. smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. That's Bye. it. That's all. Bye-bye. Later.